Hello, everyone. I'm Contessa of Wrestling.com, joined by former, unfortunately, Ring of Honor World Tag Team Champion Kenny King. Now, as we record this, it's the day after Ring of Honor Honor for All, so I, I have to lead with that. Unfortunately, we're one day removed from you, uh, you and Dragon Lee losing the tag titles to the OGK. So, fresh off of that uh, setback, what was what, your mind at in terms of, uh, you know, your, your reign as the Tag Team Champions coming to an end like that? You don't even give me 24 hours, bro. I mean, dang, you could have led with something else. Uh, we got to get right into it. Uh, I mean, okay. You know, it's it's, uh, it's one of those things that happen. You can't win them all. Uh, Dragon Lee and I have been tag team champions twice over now. Um, one of the best tag team partners I've ever had. He's one of the best wrestlers in the world. Uh, and, you know, the OGK got one. You know, Matt Taven, Mike Bennett, they're both very capable wrestlers. Mm, you know, I can... Hey, listen, even the great Tom Brady can lose the game as uh, as evidence from yesterday. So to even to the Redskins. So whatever. We lost to the Redskins. No big deal. It's true. But it was a great match. It's also worth pointing out that it wasn't exactly uh, perfectly clean finish because at the end, Amy Rose and Maxine Taylor came out and, uh, you know, definitely played a part in the way that it all unfolded there. And is it fair in saying that based on the way that you kicked Amy Rose out of uh, LFI a couple months ago, that was her maybe trying to get some comeuppance for the way that you kind of turned your back on her like that? Uh, I received no comeuppance ever. Uh, but what I will say is, you know what, every now and then turn about is fair play. So uh, it, it would appear that Amy Rose uh, learned all the lessons that she was supposed to learn in LFI. And you know what, she, she, uh, there was an opportunity for the seek and, uh, and she got to get back. So good on her. That's definitely what, uh, how I interpreted it. You know, that she had definitely learned a lot during her time in LFI and maybe uh, use that against you there. But uh, you mentioned that Dragon Lee was one of your, is one of your best partners that you've had in the ring there. Beyond him being like, he is an amazing wrestler, but maybe specific, specifically how you work as a team. What do you think has kind of enabled you guys to really uh, thrive and, and win the tag titles twice now? Uh, I think we are just, uh, we have that chemistry. Uh, you know what I mean? There's not really a language barrier. You know what I mean? His, his English is getting better. My Spanish is getting better, but we, you know, there isn't really a language barrier there. We very, we can communicate very effectively. Uh, he is, um, just very intuitive in the ring. Uh, you know, there's, there's a whole different kind of cultural styling there, the Mexican style. So that is just a, uh, a, a different, level that you know a lot of people don't see coming so what we've been able to do is we've been able to pair like you know his explosive athleticism with my ring prowess you know my physicality with with his just uh insane ability to be in the right place at the right time and uh you know it just works it works very well our chemistry is very good we we understand um different points of attack how to be fast when we have to got to be physical when we have to uh and it never hurts to have a bestie adult ring in your corner also very, very true. And I was speaking of someone that you at least at one point had chemistry with, but obviously things went a little differently. Uh, recently, Ring of Honor announced that you'll be facing Shane Taylor at the final battle end of an era pay-per-view. Definitely a show that has a lot of implications across the board, both for the, for the match on the card, with you uh, specifically, and also maybe the, some of the things kind of uh, in the more general sense. We'll talk about those in a minute. But with this you know, highly anticipated match with uh, Shane Taylor now, uh, as I'm I mean, I, I imagine that's a match you've been looking forward to because you guys, you guys have a lot of history together. And, you know, this match specifically has been, really been uh, building up since really February when you cost Shane Taylor uh, his match of Roosh, the then Ring of Honor World Champion, uh, the, his match there. So with all this history there, I'm sure you're looking forward to that match at Final Battle, right? Uh, I mean, really, um, 
that this is all that's left, right? Nothing else matters, you know, put titles to the side, put wins and losses to the side. Um, this is a chapter that needs to be settled. Shane and I need to see each other one-on-one -on -one across the ring. We need to air this out and we need to, I mean, I don't know, we'll, we'll, I'll lobby possibly for uh, uh, relaxed rules or a fight without honor or some sort of uh, situation where we can really, really, really get it on. Uh, this appears to be, um, I mean, just the way, whether it's incidental or just the way that life worked out, you know, just a beautiful example of long-term storytelling. And, uh, and this is our Steen and Generico. This is how we're gonna send, we're gonna send everybody off um, by showing, um, I have no doubt that Shane's gonna bring his A game. I'm gonna bring my A game and, uh, and we're gonna blow the absolute roof off of the place. I, I have no doubt that you will, but um, to me, you know, it's really definitely something to look forward to because, you know, we've, we have seen the story and maybe more recently it's been uh, the, uh, this emphasis on, you know, you kind of betraying Shane and Shane wanted revenge, but what, from your perspective, where, what are you kind of fueled by in this? Like Shane has that, 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 uh, you know, quest for revenge, but like, where, what are you kind of, what's driving you in this, in this match with beyond the, the end of the chapter? Like where, what's your, where's the beef with Shane kind of originate uh, in this sense? Without the proper perspective, education can look like, like, look like treachery, right? You can quote me on that. That's, that's a Kenny King quotable. Um, you know, the stall started because I was trying to just teach Shane something. Um, Shane has always been a guy that I've, 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 I've liked. Uh, he's always been a guy that I've respected. Shane's a very tough guy, comes from a very tough background, um, and is very much wears his heart and his ambitions and his intentions on his sleeve. And I can very much respect a guy like that. Uh, it was me that reached out. Uh, and pulled Shane out, pulled Shane out of limbo when Keith Lee went to go uh, work in another universe, right? Um, I brought Shane into the rebellion. I saw something in Shane that was, uh, that was exactly what he is today. He's a leader, he's a star, but in order to, to lead his own troops and be an effective general, there was a couple of lessons he had to learn. And for whatever reason, uh, I was a mental stumbling block for Shane. Um, for, for, for his victories, for, for his pursuit of the Ring of Honor world title. So my initial uh, aspect in this is just really was just to, to get the best out of Shane Taylor, make Shane Taylor the captain of Shane Taylor promotions that he absolutely, that he is, that he grew, that he grew into be. But, you know, he just had a little bit of growing to do. Um, as this has gone on, um, now this has become, okay, now that you think that you're my equal, now, boy, I'm going to show you what time it is. So uh, it is. It has become a thing for me personally now that all right. Well, now that you you know the teacher, the students become the, his own teacher in his other way. Well, let's see what you really learn. Let's see how bad you, you think you're the baddest man. Let's see how bad you think you are. They say never bite the hand that feeds you. And boy, I, and, and and I and, and I got Shane Taylor fit. So um, that's what this is going to be about for me. This is going to be about you know uh, just cement another chapter in my own legacy. I mean, you mentioned Shane kind of growing and, and becoming what you always thought he could be. And I think we definitely have seen that with him and Shane Taylor Promotions. And now you with uh, LFI, there's definitely a, a lot of similarities there, a lot of room for comparison. And, you know, in that sense, like, 
what would you kind of, what's the big difference between what Shane's doing with Shane Taylor Promotions and what you've been doing with LFI? Because like uh, for months now, we've seen this faction warfare just raging out throughout Ring of Honor. And now for the, the, especially the past couple of months, we've seen your two groups respectively kind of continue to clash over and over again. And I, I feel like there's definitely just something uh, maybe in a, in a fundamental sense, very similar about the two. Uh, I mean, there, there are very similarities, right? We very strong, very physical people. Uh, everybody in LFI, smash mouth, punch you in the face type. Shane Taylor promotion, smash mouth, punch you in the face. Um, very physical. But I think it's just ideology. Uh, uh, here at, at LFI, we, we, we have a little bit um, more of a creative idea of, hey, man, whatever it takes to win any, by any means necessary, which I would feel like Shane Taylor could understand. Um, you know, but it, it hasn't necessarily exhibited itself, Shane. Um, unfortunately, St. Shane just happens to be in the way a lot of times and has has happened to be uh, the recipient of a lot of our uh, creative methods, so to speak. But, um, you know, it's it's just the ideology. Shane is, is, is kind of uh, a, a me against the world type, right? It's going to be me and my squad and we're going to take on everybody, nobody going to give us anything we're going to fight for what we have and uh i feel like on our side we just enjoyed a little bit you know we, we've got legit mexican royalty in the muñoz dynasty i mean if you go down there to mexico uh bestia del ring dragon lee and rush are as big superstars as you can get and i mean i've been only doing this at a high level for almost 20 years so um so royalty and royalty with that might be where the ideology comes in a little bit uh we, we're not fighting anymore. We sit in our thrones over here. That you are. And for all these reasons, very much looking forward to you facing Shane Taylor at a Ring of Honor final battle. Obviously, we have to talk about the elephant in the room with the announcement that Ring of Honor will be going on hiatus the first quarter of 2022 and reimagining the company. And then this literally the name final, final battle. It's the end of an era. Things are changing. There's a lot of uncertainty right now. Uh, so just maybe to begin with, in a general sense, what are your thoughts on all this kind of looming uncertainty and, 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 you know, question marks surrounding kind of the future here for Ring of Honor. I mean, I think, I, I think you guys know as much as I know. <laughs> um, I feel like everybody feels the exact same thing. It's, it is, it's a lot of uncertainty. Um, so, um, you know, people, lots, lots of questions, lots of, well, what, what if, what if that. So what have I, what I've done with that is I've just decided to focus in on what I can focus in on. And that is, Shane Taylor in final battle. Uh, if, uh, you know, final battle is to be the end, well then to quote a movie, then let's have it be such an end. You know what I mean? Let's, 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 if that's the deal for ring of honor, then I promise you, you will never forget what you see. Um, so, uh, other than that, you know, I can't speculate. I can't, I can't, uh, see the future. I can't figure out what's going to happen. And for, for any of us, all I can see for, for me is I'm just going to continue to provide high quality, uh, entertainment pro wrestling at the level that I have been and uh, you know everything's gonna work itself out but for me uh, the only thing that I can think about the only thing that I can focus on is final battle and there's going to be fans there and we're gonna and, and it's going to be the show I'm sure it'll be as you said an, an epic end to the storyline to this rivalry to this 
chapter as of Ring of Honor as we know it. And uh, you just said no one can, you know, see the future, but, you know, it's important to kind of think about it, you know, t- a time like this. So especially coming off this weekend, we had the fairly, I would say, surprising uh, arrival of Jay Lethal in All Elite Wrestling. Obviously, you guys have a lot of history together. You face off many a time. And I would say that you have a lot in common as well. You mentioned a couple minutes ago, you're a 20-year veteran. Well, Jay's been in the business for a very long time as well. Both of you are very accomplished. So you know, seeing Jay kind of pop up in the, on All Elite Wrestling and sign with him, but getting the, the All Elite graphic, you know, does that kind of, you know, stir some, you know, some thought about what your next move is in terms of potentially landing with All Elite Wrestling or, or you know, where you might go next? I think the the uh, the thing is that it's it's a wide open business right now, right? And I think that that is just the a testament to how wide open it is. Uh, Jay Lethal is... Is, is he speaks for himself. So it, it makes absolute sense that, um, you know, Jay would, you know, n- negotiate himself to be as free as he could be as soon as he could be, because he's, he's, he's a, an amazing wrestler. He's, he's a hot commodity. So uh, it makes sense. And of course, I mean, everybody uh, is, is thinking about the future. I'm thinking about the moves that I might make. I might, I'm looking at certain avenues uh, and, and, and things that I might take um, and, all, everything's on the table right now, right? You never know you, what graphic you might see me pop up under in the next couple of months. So uh, it's exciting. It's, it's a little stressful, but but it's very exciting and it's a little encouraging because, uh, you know, the, the one thing is that, <laughs> you know, uh, a lot of people were safe because you look, look at the, the absolute sharks that, that have just been set into the water coming from Ring of Honor, you know what I mean? And, and so it's... Uh, if you're not good, man, you better get better because we're coming. I mean, and you, uh, you just say like everyone is coming. Everyone's going to be open, uh, entering that open market there. And uh, you mentioned, I, I said, I asked about all all the wrestling. We mentioned any number of other graphics. And I listened to um, an interview you did a while ago uh, talking about a potential reunion with Bobby Lashley, MVP of, of the Hurt Business over at WWE. Obviously, you guys also have a lot of history as the Beatdown Clan. And you expressed then in a very hypothetical sense it'd be something you'd kind of be interested in you never know what could happen obviously that this was already a couple months ago now a lot has changed so i kind of have to ask is like now that as you said yourself everything's kind of on the table is that a potential avenue you might want to explore uh if the opportunity presents itself the reason why that worked so well is because all of us are real life friends so uh it would stand to reason that real life friends would be uh, in communication with their other real life friends in real life situations. So, uh, like I said, this is a very exciting time. Um, uh, there's a lot of options on the table. Uh, of course, I would love to to re, 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 reunite with one of the not only most successful, but just one of the most fun times of my career was was teaming with Bobby and, and MVP. So um, it would be obviously uh, something that. Not only I would like, I mean, we've all expressed that, that, and I think the fans would enjoy it too. So again, you just never know what graphic might pop up uh, behind me in the next couple of months. I'm, I'm very much looking forward to see whatever graphic that winds up being. But you know, again, we're talking about Final Battle here, the, the end of an era, the end of a chapter. So definitely feels like an appropriate time to kind of ask uh, in retrospect, you know, your guy that has had a lot of success in of Honor, enjoyed, you know, real heights of uh, just, prominence and you're a two-time uh, title champion this year alone with Dragon Lee so kind of looking back on it all you know what are some of your favorite moments or your favorite uh kind of highlights or accomplishments of out of your entire Ring of Honor career oh man you know what's crazy right because 
for the longest period of time uh, from around maybe like 05, Jesus, I'm dating myself, right? From like 04 to 06, 07, uh, I was obsessed with Ring of Honor. Um, for the, or the first time I saw it, I was obsessed. And I just uh, was like, I got to get to Ring of Honor. I got to get to Ring of Honor. And then, you know, a couple of years later, when I actually ended up getting there, um, it, it, it just is, it's always been what I thought it would be, right? It's always been the place where the people, the best wrestlers in the world go to show what pro wrestling is always about. And whatever era that you've ever seen Ring of Honor, and I've been in in, in the era of Daniel, uh, Brian Danielson and Nigel McGuinness. I've also been in the era of, uh, you know, Claudio Castagnoli and, and Chris Hero and, and Charlie Austin, Sharp and Benjamin and, and Davey Richards and Kevin Steen and El Generico and all these different eras, but it's always been where the best wrestlers have come. Uh, have come. And, um, you know, it's just, it's, it's very bittersweet. Uh, it's, I, I'm, I'm very proud that I've, I've had the tenure that I've had in Ring of Honor because a lot of people have come and gone and, uh, and a lot of people have not been able to, 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 to stay, to hang, and a lot of people have gone on to, to do different things in their career. Um, but I've, I've very, always been very proud of my, my stay, my tenure here. And, um, and if this is it, man, and, and then I feel like it's just been, it's been a beautiful thing uh, to be able to look back and see how many amazing pro wrestlers have come through there. How many of my friends have been going on to be amazingly successful doing this thing. Um, and, and how much, how many phenomenal matches I've been able to witness firsthand be a part of. And uh, it's just, it's, it's ring of honor is always going to be one of the most special things uh, in my, in my career and my life. And uh and I'll always be thankful for to Carrie Silken, to 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 Joe Coff, you know, just for, just for making Ring of Honor just endure for as long as it has. With with that, you know, it's a beautiful message about looking past, but now looking forward here. Mentioned a little, you know, a little speculation, but maybe just in more general sense, you know, again, you're someone that has a lot of experience, you've had enjoyed a lot of success, but now will this chapter end in kind of, again, in a more general sense, you know, what might be some of your goals or things you said that you haven't accomplished yet that you want to accomplish uh, as you kind of enter this, this new chapter of, of your, uh, you know, incredible career so far? Um, you know, uh, I feel like uh, Japan has always been something that I'd like to, that I'd like to, 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 to do, uh, to really, really get, to get uh, an entrenched in going to Japan and just competing over there and, uh, and competing with some of those athletes on their own turf. Uh, um, I feel like that's something that has always been um, kind of on my shoulder. And now I'm really feeling like it's talking, obviously with the pandemic and everything uh, <laughs> that's up in the air, but that's something that's talking to me. Uh, I really, you know, maybe I feel like uh, the only thing that's eluded me is a world championship. So now I got to go find somebody, somebody's world champion and beat their ass and take their title. Um, so you know, the, the, there's a couple of things I got to really kind of look at my career, kind of shake it loose and look at the things that I wanted to accomplish and I haven't accomplished and and uh, places that the people that I've wanted to work with that I haven't had an opportunity to, to work with, the places I've wanted to work. So there's a lot. Uh, again, man, this is such an interesting time in pro wrestling because there's not only our releases, there's other amazingly talented people now in the talent pool. Um, so it's going to be very interesting to see uh how 2022 shakes loose and certainly will be and just i guess last year is because you bring it up yourself you know now that 
you know, Vergavan or all of these people enter the opening market and also any, any, any number of other releases as well. People, again, that are newly free agents and also people that are still established elsewhere. Uh, the wrestling world, definitely, it's, it's a very electric place right now. So as you look forward to, again, that this new chapter of your career, is there anybody you kind of might be specifically looking forward to facing or hoping to face uh, in, in a perfect world, again, if the opportunity uh, pre presents itself? Oh, wow. That's a good question. Um, I'd like to wrestle Kevin Cross again. Um, I think I think we can make that happen. I'd like to do it in Mexico. That would be dope. Um, who else is out there that I'd like to... I mean, I'd like to wrestle the Briscoes for the rest of my life forever, right? That's... <laughs> uh, you know, there's just so many different things out there. I mean, I'd like to wrestle AJ Gray. Uh, AJ Gray is a guy coming up on the indie scene who's uh, who's been real popular, real physical. Um, I'd like to to wrestle Jonathan Gresham again. So you know, there's just it, it, it's it's crazy. It's just it's literally there's dream matches all over the place right now. You know, I I I, I did a show in Texas, um, and I took a picture with the current X Division champion Trey Miguel. You know what I mean? And that's a uh, that's that's just an incredible thing about the lineage of the exhibition championship, like how that really just feeds, really feeds uh, the two, who's the hot star today, usually was the exhibition champion at some point, you know what I mean? So um, that would be a good match, Kenny King versus Trey Miguel versus the, for the exhibition championship. I'd like to, uh, to put my, my student, Chris Bay, across the ring for me and let's see uh, another instance of, of now, let's see what you learned. So there's, uh, there's a lot of different things out there that we can do this year that I think fans will enjoy. That they are. And I'm very, again, very much looking forward to see, you know, whatever does come to fruition here. But, you know, with that, uh, I very much wish you the best of luck at Final Battle. You know, obviously, I, I'm a fan of you and I'm a fan and I'm a fan of Shane Taylor. So I'll be happy either way. I'm sure it'll be a great match and a great conclusion to that story. And then wish obviously... Shane, wish Shane luck. Don't wish me luck. Wish Shane luck. <laughs> He's going to Fair enough. And then obviously after that, everything you're very much up in the air but very much looking forward to seeing whatever the future does hold for you uh was again a very accomplished veteran i'm sure that uh as you said the wrestling world being as it is right now you're going to find uh plenty of very exciting opportunities uh, in no time thank you very much thank you very much for your time today have a good one you too